Have you ever heard a story that just made you feel, wow, I'm ready, I'm fired up? A story that captures everyone's attention and gets you to spread it to all your friends? Or how about a story that creates real impact and connection with the audience? Why do stories do this? And how can we create stories like this in business? I've been obsessed with figuring these questions out. I've been starting and failing multiple online businesses now for two years, struggling to find an audience I truly wanted to serve. It wasn't until I discovered my dream customers were struggling with these exact questions, except I didn't know where to find these people. I hopped on a plane to the US to attend a marketing conference that I met my dream customers, and I saw firsthand how powerful stories really are. After that, I went all in on my hunch. If you're looking for the real secrets behind how stories can get your audience fired up to take action and to change their lives through your words, this podcast is for you. My name is Jules Dan and this is Storytelling Secrets. Hey there, what is going on? It is Jules Dan here and today's episode is a direct snippet from my Facebook group and uh, this isn't a pitch well, it can't be, but, but um, I wanted to have this message at the start because um, I kind of started Storytelling Secrets, uh, the Facebook group, the podcast, um, because I was really excited about um, how I got some really good results with storytelling inside of one medium, which was chatbots. And then um, kind of what really happened was that... Oh, Chatbots just really started to shift its policies and its changes, and um, I was a bit stuck for a while. Like, I'll be honest, I, I didn't know what to do. Um, I remember it, I did I did a launch at the start um, of December, and, uh, and nobody bought. And uh, I was trying to teach everyone how to do, replicate the story process inside of a chatbot, and uh, I figured out that. Um, you know, not too many people wanted to actually learn the tech side of the bot part, and I completely understand. Um, and, you know, some people would be like, push through, push through, and then, but like, I kind of saw the light, and I was like, yeah, you know, like, I wasn't too keen on the bots either, I was really keen on the story part. And uh, for a few weeks, I was just really just unsure how I could serve everyone. Really, I just, I was just, I was just, three weeks, did nothing, just thinking, it was over the summer break, and I was really unsure what to do. And I haven't really opened up enough, uh, enough on the podcast um, because I really didn't want to like drip feed week by week. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, yes, it's important to document the journey, and that's what I'm doing right now. Um, but yeah, I was really stuck in a hole, and um, so I, I started just reaching out to people, trying to do email copywriting because I know the rules don't exist in email, you you make the rules, you're not doing it on someone else's land and I found that really, really attractive and I could still tell stories and that's where I started to really fall in love with storytelling but with emails and um, that's where my passion with copywriting really evolved and um, I was just like not sure what direction with where my Facebook group was going which is where I'm broadcasting right now. So if you're still listening to this, um, the direction I'm, I'm going to be, I wouldn't say a rebrand, <laughs> I would just say like a reinvention of who I, what I want to serve to, I still want to serve definitely entrepreneurs, especially if you're a coach, 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 coach course creator, um, consultant, but there's still many other people who can who benefit from this, uh, but where am I getting with this? Like 
if you are really looking to uh, level up your storytelling and the medium you want to do it through is email, um, then that is the direction I'm going to be going with my Facebook group from now on. So it's going to be a lot more of deconstructing what is working really well right now from everyone else. Um, and I've got a few other really cool ideas I wanted to run by, but I won't, I won't just go through it yet. Um, but there, there are heaps of objections that I've heard in my, you know, phantom, <laughs> what was it, phantom client, and what they might have, and how it actually fix that problem, and go through and solve that inside of the group. Because I know that one of the biggest problems is right now is people don't like to research, um, and they hate writing actually itself. And um, how you actually write conversationally in an email that converts. Um, but uh, rest assured, if you're in the podcast and uh, you're not keen about learning everything with storytelling inside of email, don't worry. It's not the podcast for just that. Um, the aim of this podcast is to get a whole nice broad range of different creative entrepreneurs who use storytelling um, and how to use it to sell effectively and also to really understand how you go through um, my story interview framework, which I really, really love doing because it just opens up so many avenues of like, holy crap, I didn't realize that was going on inside of my head and connects relationships and dots together inside of the prospect or the client and it just makes really authentic marketing material. So um, that's why, I'm. that's what the podcast is going. But if you're going in the, if my actual sort of like tribe, I guess, um, on Facebook is going to be more specifically for email copywriting, storytelling specifically inside of that, and that's going to be in the Facebook group. So don't worry, you're going to cover both grounds. This is a little snapshot from the podcast. If you do want to join the Facebook group with this new direction, um, links in below. Otherwise, let's get straight straight to it. All right, welcome to this uh, late night edition of storytelling secrets inside the Facebook group, which I've not done for a while. My my name is Jules Dan, if you've forgotten my name. Um, and today's today's little chat I'm going to do with you is going to be uh, everything to do with this thing, and that is going to be uh, the three biggest mistakes entrepreneurs use with um, that are making with their stories and how to avoid them. Now, originally, um, this was a, a cheat sheet, lead magnet, or whatnot um, that I used to help... Um, get some more reviews at the start of Storytelling Secrets. But today, I actually want to unpack it a little bit more. Um, and I know it's going to be super, super valuable if you're running Facebook ads, if you're writing emails, if you're talking one-on-one, you're writing posts, social media, writing content. All of this is going to be super, super valuable. And um, if you're tuning in, um, say hello, hashtag replay, whatever you want to do. Um, but otherwise, I'm going to get straight into it. And um, the reason why I'm doing this now is because, holy crap, stories are going to be so, so damn important for connecting people uh, stuck inside their homes. Um, it, it's it's one thing to just throw out big benefits to people, but if you can really connect to them at emotional level of stories, uh, then you're going to win. And that's, that's, that's like the premise of my podcast, basically. Um, but anyways, 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 okay. So the first one is that you the expert are always positioning yourself as a hero and not your customer. Now, I will say this with a, uh, a little caveat, if you will, or um, yeah. So, if you're writing daily emails, 
um, and you're writing stories about like say the slice of life of your life and then you using a story and then you're segueing and then you go to a pitch um, then I would disregard this first mistake <laughs> but if you're in general just uh, you know creating content about yourself um, telling stories in the sales process you know one-on-one on the phone about yourself it's not a good look now I want you to imagine that you're at a party and uh, you walk in it's like nice loud music and uh, you see this group of people you kind of know um, and then you go in there but there's a few people you don't know and um, this one person you don't know just starts talking to you and all they won't do is won't shut up about themselves <laughs> and uh, you, you would kind of switch off at this point, wouldn't you? And um, you know, you try and engage conversations person, um, you try and be polite at the very beginning but honestly, they don't listen to you and uh, they don't want to hear your opinion. And it makes you feel like you're not listened to. You don't, No one cares about you. And it's the same thing here with uh, story selling mistakes. It's not including your customer as a hero of the story, okay? Um, and this is super simple to do. Um, head back to, oh, what is it, episode 11 and 12, like how to actually run through a story interview. Um, but you... Honestly, like what were they feeling like before they did business with you and what problems they have and what doubts and fears did they have? Um, so if you're in the Facebook group, lucky you because um, let's get it up. Yes, if you're in the Facebook group, you can have a look at uh, my glorious notes here. Um, and uh, so what you'd actually be doing is get that customer success story out into the world, into your messaging. It's going to be so, so damn powerful. Um, and then transcribe with Temi and then you're going to have that really nice thing. So I won't go into the framework of actually, I actually do that. Um, episodes what, like 11 and 12, I'm pretty sure, are going to be teaching you how to go through that actually. All right, number two, and that is you're not using the right lingo that resonates with your target audience. And um, I've beef this up a little bit, but a little quick story. Um, when I first started, um, I, I really didn't like reading books in high school. For some reason, I don't know why. And uh, what, what happened was that the way to get out of reading books was to quit English, but you had to do some sort of English. And there was a subject called English language. And uh, with English language, you didn't have to read books, but everyone warned me that it'd be a lot more work, it'd be a lot more study, be a lot harder. Do you think I listened to them? No. So then <laughs> I took up English language and um, one of the first essays we had to do was that we, we needed to analyze, I think it was like an airline's um, message for like you, like a safety message and um, we had to analyze the language, it was called meta language, and you had to go through it um, and write an essay about it. And um, instead of actually analyzing what each point, the meta language, and then why they used it, and like what's the context, you know, I, I just picked up every single piece of uh, meta language and then just threw onto the page and then just thought that was how you write an essay. And um, what happened was that my teacher, she gave me the next like two weeks ago, two weeks later, she gave me a big fat E. So that's like just a pass, like 51%. And she said, you just can't slap together a bunch of meta language. Um, this is, it's, there's no relevance to who you're talking to and what you're talking about. Um, and that's uh, like 
Cause, cause in that moment, like if you're just doing that, you'll lose people straight away. And, um, that's really important when it comes to storytelling, especially in written form. Okay. Um, there's going to be different people that you're, you're talking to and everyone probably knows this. You've got your hot, your warm and your cold traffic. Um, and they all need to be spoken to a little bit differently. And I've been reading recently on, um, scientific, no, 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 that's it. Um, breakthrough advertising. That's it by Eugene Schwartz. And uh, you probably heard this a few times. I'm going to just break it down again because it is so, so damn powerful. Okay. If, okay, when it says he, it just probably means like the prospect. If he is aware of your product and realizes that it can satisfy his desire, your headline starts with the product. Okay. So that's normally a hot audience. If he is not aware of your product, but only of the product, <laughs> it's tough if he's not aware of your product but only aware of the de- desire itself your headline starts with the desire so that's your warm traffic and if he is not yet aware of what he really seeks but is concerned with only a general problem your headline starts with that problem and crystallizes it into a specific need okay um and i kind of got a feeling that um everyone's gonna be like okay so how do i actually shift my messaging to say a cold audience because I'm sure a lot of you are going to be at home trying to build your list, trying to get more people in um, and there's actually a really good story in this book. All right, so what you're actually trying to do here is that you're not actually talking about the product and you're not talking about the desire but you're actually talking about how the problem makes a person feel um, in general So, and that is how you then segue to the to the product. Now, I'm going to give you, give you an example here of um, back in the 1940s how this person was selling Postum, which is like an like a non-caffeine stimulant drink, and um, so that's going to really highlight what the illustrating this cold traffic story that I'm telling talking about here. Let's go analyze this again. Okay, an authority of international standing recent. Okay, it's called the headline is called Why We Why Men Crack. An authority of international standing recently wrote, you have overeaten and plugged your organs with moderate stimulants and the worst of which are not only alcohol and tobacco, but caffeine and sugar. You know them, strong men, vigorous men, robust men, men who have never had a sick day in their lives. They drive, they drive themselves to the limit. They lash themselves over the limit with stimuluses, stimulants. They crack, often the crash You have seen them afterwards, pitful shells, the the zest gone, the fire gone, burnt out furnaces of energy. Okay, so this is highlighting the dominant feeling of how they don't want to feel. Pitful shells, zest, fire gone. He was, and then there's like quote marks here. He was such a healthy looking man. He was, his health was his undoing. His constitution absorbed punishment. Otherwise, he might have been warned in time. For every action, there is an equal and contrary reaction. You learned the law in physics. It applies to bodies. For every one ounce of energy gained by stimulation, by whipped by whipping the nerves to action, an ounce of reserve strength is drained. But repeated withdrawals exhaust any reserve. Physical bankruptcy. Then the crash. It's time to get back to normal, to close the drafts, to bank some of the fires. Avoid stimulants, 
What is good for the boy is good for the man. Borrowed energy must be repaid. Two million American families avoid caffeine by drinking postum and two million American families are getting better for it. Okay. So to break it down a little bit more here, so we've got but repeated withdrawals exhaust any reserve physical bankruptcy then the crash. Okay, so this is still playing on the emotion like we don't even know what the product is, what the emotion is of the result they don't want which is crashing. Um, and then you use a bit of logic behind it at the end there. What is good for a boy is good for a man. And at the very, very end, they segue to their product. People avoid caffeine by drinking this. Um, and that's the story they use in this situation. Um, so that was my long-winded response of how you should, uh, you should use um, cold traffic language in a sense. Warm traffic language and uh, hot, hot, maybe we'll do that for another one. Okay, and the last one, I really like this example and um, this is the third mistake that you would make in your story selling strategy for or posts in podcasts or anything like that. Okay, so what is the one desire you want to to explain in your story? Um, And if you've listened to the podcast um, for some of the guests that we've had, a lot of them were having this really big pain and the big pain was either to provide for them and their partner or for um, basically their family and that was the major sticking desire. Like they were in a place of pain and they needed to get out of that place of pain and uh, a really good example from, what's it called? Story Brand by Donald Miller great book um he says this is called the jason bourne effect basically um so jason bourne's a is a really captivating movie because there's only one thing that we know as an audience at the very beginning and that is we don't know who jason bourne is neither does he and we're on a mission to find out who is what his identity is and the reason why it's such a captivating film the whole way through is because that is the one major desire through the storyline okay so you know, Jason doesn't rock up to a cafe and then looks in the reflection and then he notices he's really, really tubby. That's, and then he wants to start losing weight because he, because about five minutes ago, he just saw his um, high school sweetheart and he really wants to go out with her. So, But then he saw himself in the reflection, had this existential moment and he's on a journey to get the girl, lose the weight and maybe find his identity along the way. It just doesn't work. Okay, so... My tip to you is get very, very clear. So there's going to be external reasons why someone wants to change. And that's going to be like, I want more money. I want more freedom. Um, I want to get out of this bad situation. But uh, often, so like for instance, um, who, was, who was last week? Erin last week on the podcast, Erin Blackwell. She, her major internal desire was that she was at home. She hadn't been to college. Her husband lost her job. She felt a real big urge real big necessity to really help out for her family um so she she would feel valued okay that's the big internal desire we had gavin McHale. i think he's coming out soon um he he was working so so hard as a personal trainer and um he was doing 10 12 hours and he was making enough he was making more and more money he was was building his business but then he, he stopped and then he realized to himself you know am I going to be able to be present with my 
potential family when we have kids if I'm just working 10 to 12 hours a day. And that was the desire for him to change. And that's the desire we focused on in the story, moving away from that pain. Um, so that's a really, really important tip I want to just like drill down. I think probably the most important tip out of all of them is to really nail that internal desire and carry it through the story. Um, and that's that's the episode for today. I hope you enjoyed it today. Um, this has been really, really fun. Um, I'm going to get back to you more with uh, Breakthrough Advertising because this book is it's, it's $500 on Amazon. I did not buy it. Um, someone did have an e-book that he sent to me and um, I was lucky enough to print it off. So... Eugene Schwartz, I'm I'm sorry, mate, but I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give your stuff a good crack so everyone can have a good listen to it because it's it's damn good stuff. Whether you're in um whether you're writing ads or not, if you're in the business space, like like we all are listening to this, uh, everyone needs to get better at writing copy, telling stories. Great book. Anyways, sidetrack. Hope you enjoyed the show. This has been uh, really really fun. This has been Jules Dan with Storytelling Secrets. Going to see you Thursday for the story interview, and we will catch you then. See you later.